Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Through education, motivation, and implementation, we will bridge the gap between knowing and doing so we can master fat loss naturally and help you reach your highest potential. Let's get started. Hello, my friends. I hope you are having an amazing day. Either way, I hope we'll spend a few minutes today and make it better, make your path more clear, make your future more bright. I am Elizabeth Benton, and I'm pretty honored today to share with you a voice note that I got from one of my Fat Loss Fast Track clients about an episode I recorded back in July with, of all people, my mom. And this is actually not about fat loss. Um, It is about letting go of past pain or even current pain, people who have hurt us, who have let us down, disappointments we've had in our own lives so that we can be released of that energy, released of that tension and move towards our goals. So just a recap, back in episode 204, which aired towards the beginning of July, if you haven't heard it yet. I invited my mom on the show to talk about what I call the problem behind the problem. Because I was not born sneaking food. I learned to sneak food. And we talked about how and where I learned that. I wasn't born with shame related to good foods and bad foods. Those were behaviors I learned. And we talked about how and where and why I learned that. And My mom and I had a very honest but a hard conversation. Um, And this is, you know, this is my real life. And so it was a very, very real and difficult conversation with my mom. At the start of the show, I said to my mom, and none of this was scripted. Maybe it should have been. I said to my mom, you know, mom, I really felt like I wasn't enough for you. From a very young age, I felt like I wasn't enough for you. And she didn't miss a beat when she answered, you weren't. And in the moment, I laughed because I was surprised at her honesty, and I, and I was surprised of how sure of that answer that she felt. And it was a tough thing to hear, and there were many tough conversations after that episode aired. Um, if you haven't listened to episode 204, I hope that you will. I got a lot of great feedback on it. And we're not talking about that episode today specifically, but we're talking about the lessons that you can glean from it and how you can move beyond past pain so that you can really go after your goals. And to do that, I want to first share a voice note, as I mentioned, that came from one of my Fat Loss Fast Track clients. She's one of my veterans, so she's been through the initial 12 weeks and then moved forward onto the the deeper level 12 weeks with me. And she shared her response to that episode, as well as the pretty significant breakthrough that she created for herself from that episode, sort of inspired by that episode. And the reality is we all have past pain. We do. We probably have people who have hurt us. 
people who have maybe left us feeling betrayed or abandoned or just offended in a big way or a small way. But we do not have to let those things impact our behavior anymore. That leaves the obvious question, though, how do we stop, right? Especially for those of us who feel like we've been wrestling with this for so long and we just can't let it go. How do we? How do we let go of past pain so that we feel more free to move towards our goals? And before we answer that question, let's listen to this voice note. Hi, Elizabeth. I'm recording a voice note to thank you and your mother for the most transparent and candid podcast I've ever heard regarding your growing up in the household and your mother reacting or not reacting or you reacting to her desires for you to be thin and for you to be active and how she dealt with you being active but not being the way she wanted you to be. And listening to that podcast really hit home with me. And it hit home with me when I didn't even know that it was an issue for me growing up. But it was really a non-food issue, I think, for me growing up. And that was... I, when I was 12 years old, my mom told me repeatedly that if I had to do it over again, I wouldn't have had you kids. And now, you know, as an adult, you know, she probably said that in frustration and she really didn't mean it, but she did because she defended it for decades after decades, probably, well, it's been about 35 years, she defended that thought, she defended her thinking it, and she defended saying it repeatedly. And um, I think at that time, what it made me think was that I was such a burden in her life. And all of us kids were a burden to her. And after hearing you and your mom and your conversation and your mom saying, you know, it really was more about her than it was about you, it was uh, a moment that I I can't believe I never saw before. Because once I heard you and your mom having that conversation, I thought, you know, it wasn't about us being a burden. It was about her choices and her marriage. And... And she wasn't happy in it. So I think instead of taking accountability, she thought that, you know, if she just didn't have the kids, she wouldn't be stuck and she would have made better choices. And uh, at that moment, it was the strangest thing. That was when all my cravings went away. That was when I stopped emotionally eating. That was when um, I stopped for lack of a better word, lust after food. And it has been such a peace of mind and personal freedom that I've had. And the relationship with food has ended. Now, I'm not saying everyone has that light bulb moment when they work with you. Uh, I worked with you last year on, the, I think, the spring fat loss fast track um, uh, workshop. And... It didn't happen then, 
but it happened during the veterans group when I heard you and your mom. And I just think that your mom was so brave for being honest and, and, and really telling you that it wasn't about you. It was about her. And I'm just so grateful for you and your mother recording that and helping me. And I just feel like I now have a lifetime of freedom because of that podcast and the insight I gained. So uh, thank you so much. And uh, please thank your mother for me. First of all, to this, this, uh, this client of mine, thank you. Thank you for your feedback and thank you for showing all of us a wonderful example that we can, in fact, move past pain even when we've carried it with us for decades. And sometimes it can happen in a moment. And sometimes it takes decision after decision after decision and many moments of decision, right? Sometimes it takes a decision to say, wait, this actually isn't about me, right? I'm taking this incident, this statement, I'm taking something that happened in the past and I'm continuing to allow it to rob me of my present and I don't want to do that anymore. It's hurt me long enough and I'm ready to let it go. But sometimes we feel stuck in pain, right? Whether we feel rejected or hurt, someone's done us wrong, broke our trust, and we just can't get past it. Like we feel like it's a big part of the reason that we're struggling, a big part of the reason that we turn to food or turn to alcohol or don't take great care of ourselves. And uh, I'm sure many of you are familiar with the author Eckhart Tolle. He writes something that's pretty powerful, but also kind of stings a little bit. But if we can kind of set aside the ego part, the ego response that says, no, not me, I think we can find a lot of power in it. He writes, we create and maintain problems because they give us a sense of identity. Perhaps this explains why we often hold on to our pain far beyond its ability to serve us. We create and maintain problems because they give us a sense of identity. And this could be something big or this could be something small. This could be you being stubborn in an argument because you think that your argument is part of who you are and what you stand for. Is it really or are you just holding on to it? Can you let it go? Should you let it go? Would your life be better if you let it go? I know, you know, talking about these issues with my mom, holy Toledo did I hold on to them and make them my identity. I'm not lovable if I'm overweight. I'm not good enough. And because I'm overweight, I'm not good enough. I chose to carry that with me. I didn't have to. And when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And I had the ability. It took me way too long. So hopefully we can, you know, really jumpstart this process for many of you. It took me way too long to do that. But instead of you know, in this, in this situation with this client, instead of her saying, my mom didn't want me, so I'm not wanted, so I'm not worthy, so I'm not going to take care of myself. Instead, she said, that's not about me, right? Instead of me telling myself I'm not good enough for anybody in my life, starting with my mom, I can tell myself, I can change the way I look at that and say, look, 
That's then, this is now. What matters is that every day I make choices that make me feel good about me. I tell myself that what matters is what happens today, not what happened 30 years ago. And I'm not going to rob myself of growth or joy or happiness or a future that is what I want because of something that happened 30 years ago or something that happened 30 days ago or something that happened 30 minutes ago. One of the first things I did after getting this voice note was send it to my mom because I felt like my mom needed to hear this too um, because it was a hard episode for her and I think it was the next day that she called and by then I had sort of forgot that I had sent it to her and, and she said, I just checked my email and I sort of swallowed really hard thinking, okay. And she said, I'm really glad you sent that to me because I was feeling like maybe we shouldn't have done that episode. Maybe I hurt you more by doing that episode. And I, and I couldn't disagree with her more. I think it was a very healing episode, not, not only for my mom and I and, and largely in the conversations that happened afterwards, um, or my mom and me, I guess, is more appropriate there. Sorry, grammar. Anyway, um, but also, clearly, it was a healing episode for other people, Right? The truth is that we can let go. Even if we've been clinging so tight, why have we been clinging so tight? If you're making your pain part of your identity, understand that that's a choice you are making. That is not a choice that the person who offended you or the situation that hurt you is making. That's a choice that you are making. Do you need that to be part of your identity anymore? Do you want that to be part of your identity anymore? Or do you want something more, something better? Do you want to finally be free of that? You can let it go. For this client, when she focused on, my mom didn't want me, then she felt like a burden, right? And I know I felt like a burden. But there's what people do. There's what people say. And there's how we respond, and there's whether or not we internalize it and make it our truth. Look, just because it's somebody else's truth doesn't mean it's your truth. The only way it can become your truth is if you decide for it to become your truth. So for me at that time, you know, when my mom said you weren't good enough, that's her truth. For it to become my truth, I have to make that choice. Now, as a kid, I didn't understand that, but as an adult, I do. So even if I made that my truth for 30 plus years, which I did, it's not my truth anymore. It's not my truth anymore. I've shared with you guys before this beautiful phrase that I love that says, you do not have to attend every conflict to which you are invited. And what that also means is you do not have to believe everything that everybody says to you. You do not have to take offense when someone tries to offend you. You can stay in hurt. You can focus on the offense. You can make it your own, but you don't have to. If you decide, that's not my truth, that's yours. If you decide not to be offended, you won't be. It's not about you unless you decide to internalize it, unless you make it yours. Ships don't sink because of the water around them. 
They, sh they, they sink because of the water that gets in them. So what are you letting inside you? What have you let inside you before? Just because things happen around you, you don't have to let them in. If it sinks you, it's because you let them in. And whatever you've let in before, whatever is in you now, you can release it. You can decide that it's done, that it's gone, that it doesn't have to do with what you do today. And sometimes this is easy and it can happen in a moment. And sometimes it's hard and you have to release it over and over and over and over. When you catch your mind drifting to who or what has hurt you, ask yourself, do I want to let this take one more day from me, take one more moment from me? Does this need to impact the choices I make right now? Does this need to impact the smile on my face right now or what I put in my mouth right now? Will that help me or hurt me? These things in our past, these offenses, they don't just disappear. They don't just go away on their own. They go away when we decide that we're done with them. When we decide that they've hurt us enough and now we are the only one inflicting damage by choosing to focus on it. There's a Buddhist saying, if you let go a little, you'll have a little peace. If you let go a lot, you'll have a lot of peace. Do you want peace or not? Or do you want to stay so married to this pain and make it part of your identity because it's just more comfortable and it's what you've always done and you don't know who you are without it? I understand that that's a scary choice, but one is going to keep you exactly where you are and the other is going to set you free. I had to learn to not use food to heal from something that had nothing to do with hunger. And part of that was about the choices I made with food. But the bigger part of that was, how do I let go of what's hurting me? How do I decide that actually has nothing to do with today? I don't want that inside of me anymore. That wasn't my problem to begin with. That was about somebody else and I made it my own and it's not about me. One question I ask myself often and I ask many of my clients, what are you truly hungry for? For me, it was acceptance. But here's the thing, guys, that had to start with me. I had to accept myself instead of just searching, searching, searching for somebody else to accept me because the reality is that's their stuff, not my stuff. And I'm only in control of my stuff. And so long as I make everybody else's stuff my stuff, I'm not free. I'm not happy. I don't have the ability to be totally in control of my mindset and my life and my joy. So let's establish a real powerful baseline here. Whatever has hurt you in the past doesn't impact what you choose to do today. It just doesn't. Pour your energy into things you do have control over instead of things you don't have control over. She didn't have control over what her mom thought or felt or said, and I didn't have control over what my mom felt or thought or said. What I do have control over today, what you do have control over today, is what you do today, what you choose to focus on today. I can quickly put myself in a pretty negative place focusing on all the people that have done something to me that I don't think is very cool. But why would I focus on that? Why would I let that become my thing, my issue? Instead, I want to focus on the opportunities in front of me today. 
I have control over what I do today. I have control over what I focus on today. And so do you. Is it easy? Not always. But do you have control? Yes. The second thing that we all need to stay mindful of every single day is when somebody offends you or tries to offend you, it's not about you. It's about them. It's not about you who are offended. It's about the person doing the offending. It's their issue. You don't have to let it be your issue. Remember, that's just them and their water around your ship. Don't let it in. It's not yours. As we wrap up, I want to share another quote. This one's from Jack Canfield, who is the uh, famous author of the Chicken Soup books. He says, you only have control over three things in your life. The thoughts you think, the images you visualize, and the actions you take. So when you are feeling burdened, unhappy, stressed, anxious, or anything else that you don't want to feel, check yourself. What are you thinking about? You can change that. What are you visualizing? You can change that. What are you doing? You can change that. No amount of guilt or sadness will change your past. And no amount of anxiety will change your future. But you can change your perspective on the past. You can choose to be grateful for the lessons and hopeful for the opportunities set ahead. You can move on hopefully into your future with the confidence that you are in control of what is most powerful. Your thoughts, your words, and your actions. So I'm so grateful first to this client who sent this message that uh, I felt was so powerful and needed to be shared. And um, second to my mom for her bravery and openness and honesty in episode 204. And also to all of you guys for really having the desire in your hearts to make your world better. So what is it that's limiting you right now? What choices have you made? What beliefs are you holding on to that are limiting your opportunity for joy today or tomorrow. What would happen if you let it go? I know you've held on to it for so long, but what would happen if you let it go? Can you let it go for today, for this moment? I know you can. Let's wrap up with something a lot lighter. What I ate yesterday. Yesterday was a really good food day and good by fat loss friendly and good by tasty tasty. So if you follow me on Facebook or Instagram, you saw that, uh, well, by the time this airs, it will have been about a week ago. I made cauliflower pancakes and I use the word pancake very loosely. Think like potato pancake, but with cauliflower. They were so good. Um, all it was was shredded fresh cauliflower and egg and salt. And then for breakfast, I topped one of them with an over easy egg and a couple of slices of bacon. So good. Uh, after my workout, I had Greek yogurt with cacao. And then a few hours later, I snacked on some carrots with the chipotle primal kitchen mayo, which that combo is like really making me happy right now. And then dinner was the cauliflower pancakes that didn't quite make the cut. You know, the ones that like break apart and crumble. I just set them aside. And then for dinner, I made a hash with garlic and kale and those crumbled up, didn't make it cauliflower pancakes le leftovers. And um, I walked to a local cheese shop because I wanted to find a really mild cheese that wouldn't like overpower the cauliflower. Like I feel like a cheddar would have overpowered it, but I got, I don't know how to pronounce this, a Compte cheese, Compte, Compte, I don't know, C-O-M-T-E with the little thingy. Um, it was amazing. So good. Good food day. Anyway, I hope that this episode will encourage you to focus on all that is in your control. Have an awesome day and I'll talk to you guys soon. Are you ready? 
To move beyond listening and learning and really change your life, really live into your highest potential instead of just wishing for it and hoping something clicks, I want to do that with you. And that's why this fall, I'm hosting the first ever Primal Potential Women's Transformation Weekend, Ascend, in downtown Nashville, Tennessee, November 3rd through the 5th. It will be a small group, but you can get your ticket and learn all the details at primalpotential.com forward slash ascend or by listening to episode 203 of the Primal Potential podcast. Here's what I know. Ascend will change your life and I would love to have you join me. See you this fall.